faithful listeners, we have come to our end. We first off want to say a big thanks to all of you who've been following our podcast and listening intently. It's people like you that we want to serve and have a relationship with. I'm a little sad to share with you this news, but this will be our very last podcast. Why, you might asking, Drew, you stud of a person? Well, because we are doubling down on what really matters. And that's not to say this podcast doesn't matter, but at this stage in our personal, professional, and businesses lives, we really need to focus on what's moving the needle for us. We're trimming the fat, so to speak. We're working on becoming the best versions of ourselves, and we're focusing on what's most important. And with that, let's get into the episode. Have you ever considered that what you eat actually affects how your skin looks? As in how old you look? Well, let's consider that right now. You're asking yourself, I know, I know. How can that be? Well, how your skin ages is impacted by three metabolic processes that happen in your body, including it in your skin. Oxidation, inflammation, and glycation. Don't worry, I'm going to define each of these for you in a second. Certain dietary patterns, foods, and nutrients from foods, as well as the compounds found in foods, can either protect against or accelerate these three processes, which again are oxidation, inflammation, and glycation. Many large-scale studies have reported that in people with healthy diets, again, to be defined, have fewer fine lines and wrinkles. Other studies have documented fewer pigmentary changes and less skin atrophy and dryness in people with healthy diets. In other words, people who eat healthy foods have more even complexions, thicker skin, and skin that's more supple and hydrated. One study in particular showed that in non-diabetic people, as blood glucose levels increased, perceived age increased as well. And that has to do with this phenomenon, glycation. Let's start with skin aging. The features of skin aging are really well documented. Aging skin appears discolored, thinner, wrinkled, and loses water more rapidly than younger, healthier skin. In a few of our other episodes, we've talked specifically about extrinsic and intrinsic skin aging. Let's focus on extrinsic skin aging for a second. Extrinsic skin aging is when factors outside of yourself accelerate your skin's aging. The primary one that we're all exposed to is sunlight, which emits ultraviolet radiation or UVR. Ultraviolet radiation wreaks havoc on your skin, including including causing DNA changes and damage, which lead to mutations and possibly skin cancer. Ultraviolet rays also cause oxidation and oxidative stress. UVR causes the formation of free radicals, including oxygen-based free radicals, which through a separate mechanism also damage your skin's DNA. And lastly, ultraviolet radiation causes damage to the fats in your skin, which is a process known as lipid peroxidation. Other environmental triggers that accelerate skin aging and cause you to look older than your age include pollution, smoking, and internal metabolic processes that are controlled by extrinsic exposure, namely your diet. Your body, including your skin, has a lot of mechanisms to cope with damage from oxidation and inflammation. But in order to continue to function properly, your body requires a constant dietary source to replenish the systems that protect against these two damages. 
In other words, in order for your skin to fight off the processes that cause aging, you have to replenish your skin stores of vitamin C, vitamin E, carotenoids, selenium, and other food-derived antioxidants. And this is a major way in which your skin's degree of aging is directly affected by what you put in your mouth. Okay, so we briefly define inflammation and oxidation, which are normal metabolic processes inherent to being alive and interacting with your environment. Let's talk about glycation for a minute. Glycation is distinct from oxidation and inflammation, but it's closely related. Glycation refers to the process whereby a sugar molecule covalently bonds to proteins, fats, or DNA. I don't want to bore you with chemistry 101 here, but suffice it to say that when your body's sugar levels are so high, the system is overwhelmed and can't process any more sugar, and so the remaining sugar literally just starts bonding with your tissues. You become like caramel. Now, you can imagine your body doesn't like this. Glycation end products are literally called AGES, which stands for Advanced Glycation End Products. And they are literally toxic to your tissues, including your skin. The accumulation of these advanced glycation end products leads to coronary artery disease, kidney disease, retinal disease, and relevant to our discussion, skin aging in the form of wrinkles. The accumulation of ages in your skin lead to structural and functional changes known as the sugar sag. Yeah, that's a real thing. Go ahead and Google it. Ages have a big impact on the collagen and elastic fibers in your tissue, including in your skin, which normally work to keep your skin looking and feeling thick and elastic. Frighteningly, unlike oxidation and inflammation, once advanced glycation end products have formed in your skin, they're permanent and they don't break down. So now's a good time as any to reduce your sugar intake. Okay, now now that you understand the bad, let's talk about the good, as in a good diet being conducive to having the youngest looking skin you can possibly have. Research has shown that eating in a certain way can impact each of these processes in your skin and body. Remember, we're talking about oxidation, inflammation, and glycation here. Let's start with food and the impact on your body's and skin's level of oxidation. How do you prevent oxidation in your body and skin? Get loads of antioxidants. Antioxidants neutralize reactive oxygen species, which cause oxidative damage to your tissues, including your skin. Studies have shown that eating foods with antioxidants, including vitamin C, vitamin E, beta carotene, selenium, and others, can play a role in protecting your skin from damage, including oxidative stresses like ultraviolet rays, like we just talked about. And as we talked about in a recent podcast, tomato paste is very high in lycopene, which is a potent antioxidant and can protect against sunburn. Other human intervention studies have shown protection from sun damage by drinking green tea, eating cocoa flavanols, think about dark chocolate with that one, and eating pomegranates. It's important to consider that taking a supplement that has antioxidants may not be as effective as eating antioxidant-rich foods. One study showed that food-derived antioxidants were beneficial for skin and overall health, whereas high-dose antioxidant supplements did not benefit the consumer. What about inflammation in your diet? Inflammation is basically activation of your immune system, and the problem with that is that it often goes unchecked and it becomes excessive. 
and the excess causes tissue damage and structural and functional changes in your tissues, including your skin. Many studies have documented the impact of dietary patterns, foods, and food-based nutrients on inflammation in your body. Foods can modify the level of inflammation in your body. One study looked at the effect of your diet on the level of inflammation in your body and found that your body's high-sensitivity C-reactive protein, which is a well-documented biomarker for inflammation, the study found that certain foods can worsen your high-sensitivity CRP, whereas others can ameliorate or reduce the levels of your high-sensitivity CRP. In other words, they can reduce inflammation in your body. Foods that have the strongest anti-inflammatory effects include turmeric, green tea, black tea, ginger, garlic, and onions. Berries, fruits, and vegetables have medium to high antioxidant or inflammation-lowering properties as well. Probably not what you expected, but dietary fiber can also influence the level of inflammation in your body, whereby low fiber intake correlates with more inflammation and high fiber intake correlates with less inflammation. Lastly, let's direct our attention to diet and glycation. This is probably the most robust of these interactions. Diet and glycation are most intricately linked. A key to reducing your body's level of glycation is to limit hyperglycemia or periods of sugar overload in your body. If you are a diabetic, this may not be possible with food alone. If you're not diabetic, one of the key tenets of an anti-wrinkle diet is to prevent becoming diabetic. Strategies supported by research to reduce your body's glycation is to adopt a low glycemic index diet or a diet in which the foods that you eat are not rapidly converted into sugar. Foods with lower glycemic indices are those high in fiber and include fruits and vegetables. Eating order may also affect the glycemic index of your meal. Weird, right? Eating protein first, which is slow digesting, and having vinegar with your meals have demonstrated benefit for reducing glycemic loads. Other foods, like those we talked about previously, may help your body cope with glycation end products. Foods like onion, garlic, nuts, turmeric, cinnamon, fenugreek, rosemary, and tomato paste. Yerba mate, which is a type of tea leaf found native to South America, may also prevent glycation and product formation. The other side of this coin is to not eat certain foods. And that's because certain foods are already high in ages and serve to increase your body's load of advanced glycation and product exposure. Foods that are high in ages included meats and high-fat cheese, these may increase your body's level of glycation by the simple act of consuming them. Cooking methods can also affect the age content of your foods. Dry heat methods such as grilling, roasting, and frying can increase age levels by 10 to 100 times. Reduction strategies include moist cooking methods like steaming or boiling and cooking using lower temperatures for shorter periods of time. One other way to reduce ages from your diet, as alluded to earlier, is to use vinegar but also lemon juice can reduce the amount of ages in your food when being prepared to eat. All right, I've given you a lot of information in this episode, and I hope it proves useful and actionable to you. Let's face it, you probably already have adopted a super healthy diet if you listen to this podcast. So this may not even apply to you, but I hope you've learned something useful and actionable. And that if that's you, you remain committed to a healthy diet. 
If you want to stay connected to us, sign up for our email newsletter. We will continue to send out a weekly skin education email that centers on lifestyle and habits that support healthy skin. This is also the last time I'm going to advertise for our skincare brand, MD Crafted. Go to mdcrafted.co and find all your skincare needs met with our natural products. You can also sign up for our weekly email newsletter at the website. Visit mdcrafted.co right now to stay connected with us.